this is Marsha and first of all I would like to thank you for tuning in today because I will be talking about creativity that freaky unicorn flake personality trait that some of us have that keeps nagging us when we're trying to stay alive in this world even writing this and talking about this is making me a little emotional because there are a few personal touch points you know but this podcast is based off on what i've read from some writers out there and i sincerely hope that you will find it helpful in your pursuit of joy happiness and path to doing what you love to do for the rest of your life I'm going to start um, this podcast off with a quote from Maya Angelou and it goes something like this. You might be familiar with it actually. It goes like this. If you are always trying to be normal, you will never know how amazing you can be. Now how true can that be, right? I was reading an article by, um, written by Elizabeth Gilbert who is the goddess behind the book and the film eat, pray, love. We've all heard about that, right? And I found myself laughing, nodding in agreement, and then crying because of all the truth that was in it. She was talking about the relationship between creativity and money. At one point in our lives, we must have shaken our heads at those you know, street performers as we walk past them on sidewalks and wonder what they were doing with their lives. We find ourselves worrying if they're earning enough money to pay their bills. What brought them to this precipice? What were they doing before this? Are they happy? You know, thoughts like that would often fleet across your mind when you, you know, come across creative people who are just doing their thing. Sometimes I think creativity is a curse. This is coming from someone who gets excited at the sight of a stage and the possibility of doing something crazy like filming myself escaping Alcatraz and posting it on YouTube, Instagram or my blog. It's crazy. If we are really honest about things, creativity is a bottom ranker when it comes to making a living. Hence, we often call people who embark on creative and artistic journeys either the starving artist or the lunatic freak. Don't deny it, I'm looking at you. (laughs) Well, me. Let's just look at it. A law graduate with a secure job in a reputable bank in Malaysia, quitting her job to become a skimpily clad dancing performer climbing onto the stage from happy hours to the wee hours of the morning. I was a big disappointment to my dad. There are are very few days during those years that I actually came home sober. And yet, the creativity of being able to come up with a new song, engage with customers, although drunk out of their minds most of the time, and flex my musical muscle gave me complete and utter joy. I didn't make a lot of money, but it was the reward and the joy that I was chasing. And here, here, I'll insert a quote from Buddha himself. 
Your work is to discover your world and then, with all your heart, give yourself to it. End quote. Well, unlike me, Elizabeth Gilbert did not, and wisely so, I might add, did not quit her job to indulge in her creative fantasies. According to the article she wrote, as much as she could at what uh, do uh, at, at that point in her life before Eat, Pray, Love, she worked as much as she could at whatever that came her way to create a de- to create some a decent stream of income. Right. So because she knew creativity is, if not a monster, uh, in her words, it's a flaky and weird airhead goddess very apt and that's why for the first 10 years of her life she earned nothing for her creativity creativity according to gilbert does not live in the real material world that we live in it it doesn't care about child care utility bills gas rent or having enough food in the fridge all creativity wants to do is to dance the night away with you and take you on a wild unforgettable magical ride Creativity is a part of us that is that if we ignore it will make our souls die. Okay, and from the mouth of Elizabeth Gilbert again, um, I'm just taking it. Uh, these quotes from the article that she wrote: Creativity is just this nagging inner self that keeps talking to us when we're urgently trying to pay bills. Creativity has no concept of what it takes to survive in this world. Creativity wants to engage with us in her own crazy and unpredictable ways. Yes, end quote. The truth of the matter is that we can't really ignore creativity if we are born with it. If it's in our DNA, chances are it's going to drive us off a cliff one day if we ignore it. Maybe not today, but maybe 10 years down the road. I don't know. I personally know of so many people with the very same struggle and I'm sure we are not alone in this fight. Sometimes we are disappointed with it and then we get really angry. At some point we give up because it's simply not pragmatic. It's not practical. Well, I do. I write and I do digital marketing for a living. That's what keeps me alive. Yes, I love writing and yes, I live and breathe digital marketing because it is so damn exciting and it keeps changing all the time but is that the real creativity that keeps my soul alive no nope nope I've come to understand that creativity is a part of us but it owes us nothing it never promised to make us a living it never guaranteed us success instead it makes us happy it's, it's a gift. It gives us joy and provides us with a secure and safe place to play as if nothing else matters. It's our personal refuge. As long as we understand that creativity is like an exciting, an exciting trip to the casino, if you will, not knowing what the end result will be like, we might be trudging along the right track after all. At the end of the day, we still don't know where it is taking us. It's freaky. Embarking on a creative journey means 
we cannot demand a living out of it. We can strive for hard for it, find a balance between reality and creativity, but we cannot demand and sign a contract with it. There's no Supreme Court for that lawsuit. I've also found that creativity offers a very, it, it's very satisfying too. It offers immense and irreplaceable rewards at unexpected moments. And when you're rewarded, you will feel like, and most often you will, you feel like breaking into a dance in the middle of a subway ride. Crazy stuff. I've also read a story of a writer and owner of an, an extremely popular blog who gave up writing because she knew right from the start when she was very young that it wasn't going to make her money. She liked to tackle weighty topics that not a lot of people like to read. A Pulitzer Prize was too far out of reach in the mind of this 14-year-old hopeful. Her friend shouted at her, in fact, uh, during an argument, uh, you are not even a writer. Your MySpace and your Blogspot does not even qualify as writing. Harsh. Friends can be so harsh. This broke both her heart and the camel's back. When, well, she did arrive in Silicon Valley, she was assigned to write about medical procedures that interested her as much as watching grass grow. She had not a single clue where this journey, that journey, was taking her. But she, like everyone else, had bills to pay. Hmm. Well, there's no si one-size-fits-all solution for creative people, for anyone, in fact. And it honestly worries me a little because my kids take after me and my ex. We're both a little eccentric about our ideals. But I soon came to realize that a full-time job does not guarantee all that much safety, guarantee, or security either. It either makes you tough as nails, good at politics and people management, or extremely disgruntled, or all of the above. And here's the question, is that the only answer? I don't recommend... I don't recommend leaping off the edge of the cliff without a security net. I tend to agree with Elizabeth Gilbert when it comes to the safety net theory that it may not appear when you leap. Nope. Most of the, most of the time there's no freaking parachute or safety net. That I can guarantee you. But real creativity is this infallible creature with out of this world positivity if you feed and believe in it. Even when you fall flat on your face, it has the ability to pick you up during the worst of times, broken bones, bloodied face and all. Because remember this, every fall is a very important lesson about what didn't work and what did. Every time you fall and there's no net, you learn to make one yourself. On top of, on top of that, you learn to calculate risks and become comfortable, more comfortable about falling. And the more you fall, and the fear becomes smaller and smaller. The secret, therefore, is in our, our willingness and ability to learn from every fall and mistake. Well, soon, we'll know how to stick to a close to perfect landing. My advice is this, even when you become successful in your creative endeavors, don't let money be the main motivator you'll lose your way again. Money should be the result of your pursuit of creativity, joy, and happiness. To do that, we need to balance our day-to-day -day whims and fancies with the needs of the real world. 
there are no alternatives. Even when we're doing what we love for a living, at some point, even the most enjoyable moment is going to smack you in the back of the head with some ups and downs. You need to call a client for unpaid invoices, you've got to argue with the designer, you've got to figure out how to balance your profit and loss, your P&L balance, and then analyze why some of your marketing tactics aren't working. Well, yeah, life happens, you know. I'll conclude with this though. In order to pursue what we love to do, we need to do some legwork and get some help. Our hierarchy of needs is this. Air, food, water, and sleep. We need that. If unpaid bills are keeping you up at night, you're not meeting your daily needs. And let's just say that's not going to work out well in the end. According to Maslow's hierarchy of needs, we also need to pay attention to finances, job security, health, physical needs, uh, safety, social needs, esteem, self-respect, accomplishments, recognition, and self-actualization. That's a whole long list. Yeah, well, to thrive in this world of creativity, we need to make sure our basic needs are met first. Every one of us is different in this respect. I am a single mother in charge of two grown teenagers. While some of you might be new graduates wondering if you should pursue a career in, in the arts or animation, right? So you might also be an entertainer who is lost, wondering if this is the path you're going to be walking until you're in your 80s. Everyone is different, right? So my path may not be your path. Take an honest look at your current situation and make a plan because we can all only start from where we are and where I start is different from where you start and where I start is as a single mother so that was it I encourage you to take small baby steps forward walking towards what you deem ideal for yourself and the people around you this is from one creative to another okay it's I'm not a guru but <laughs> I've just walked the path and this is just my personal opinion okay so I hope there's no offense taken do what it takes and don't let the fire fizzle out prematurely and always remember that it's not over until it's really over Well, thank you so much for listening and I hope there were some takeaways and insights from this podcast for all you creatives out there. I sincerely hope so. There's really so many things in this world that makes me curious and I would often share them here on my website which is linked, on, linked up on my Anchor profile page or on my Medium account. I'm also on social media, on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter. Uh, on Pinterest which is very little but uh, mainly on Instagram and Tumblr so do follow me and keep in touch we live in a very small world so let's milk it for what it's worth alright so stay in touch bye